Action Line on KINY. I am your host, Jordan Lewis, and joining me from the middle of the ocean today, I have Ed Littlefield talking about a program with Sea Alaska Heritage Institute. How are you doing today? I'm excellent in a great place right now. <laughs> I was going to say, you and I were talking about your view just a little bit before the show there, and I, I think you got me beat today. I mean, we both have nice weather, but you got a volcano out there, right? Yeah, I got uh, uh, Mount Edgecombe to my right and the open ocean to my left. It's like and uh, Sitka on the other side. It's beautiful. Uh, you're you're making me miss my uh, my field work days from my bio degree. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and so I have you here today because you are one of the teachers for a program that Sea Alaska Heritage Institute is doing. Do you want to talk a bit about that before we get kind of more into the details? Yeah, sure. So it's a performing arts academy, so Nakahiti Academy, um, and the program is one of uh we're doing about six or so of these um every couple of months we'll do a, another academy and we did our first one a couple months ago and it was a great you know great hit there was 20 people that were involved but we're really trying to focus on getting more indigenous performing artists out there and so it's kind of a training program but it's also for people that have been doing performing arts you know cultural performing arts in the past to get them connected with the younger students and, and uh, the maybe less experienced, um, you know, theater, musicians, actors, every, everything. So it's a really fun program that uh, Sea Alaska Heritage is putting on. Okay. And then what part of the program are you involved in? Okay. So we've got three main sections and one of them is language. One of them is uh, dance and movement. And my little section is, is, um, is interesting trying to you know uh, add singing and motion and, and motion and language all together so I kind of wrap try to wrap up everything um, if you ever I mean there's a I mean I don't know if we want to talk about influences but when I was young I saw the Nakahiti theater and it was just it kind of changed my life because um, those those people were all um, in, you know thing and singing songs in the Tlingit language and uh, we're trying to bring that back or bring it, you know, to the forefront. It's uh, we've got a lot of programs that do uh, visual arts, and, and, but, you know, and that's great. And there's other programs that do weaving, like all this stuff. But we were thinking about it, how we were wanting to do, um, you know, more performing arts. So I kind of try and tie in all the information that um, we learn from the other two sessions and kind of, I guess, wrap it up into a bow kind of thing and, and create something at the end of the session. Okay. I was going to say, I could imagine, you know, seeing, you know, the language and that very big cultural experience would be very impactful, especially at a young age. As I say, the only, you know, sort of equivalent then, you know, that I could think of at least culturally for me as someone who is, is African-American is like, obviously there is that big reaction when uh, the first Black Panther movie came out where you had, you know, this predominantly black cast in that kind of an exposure. And it was, and I know for a lot of folks that was very impactful. Obviously I'm was, you know, not too much old, younger than I am now. So maybe not, it would have had as strong of an impact. Uh -huh. but I would imagine that that was pretty significant for you. Yeah. And, and the, the younger, and we're, there's a, you know, I wouldn't call it a revolution, but there is a, uh, uh, action. There are, there are actions in place that will help, uh, revitalize Tlingit culture and, and, and bring it to the forefront because, uh, you know, I, my ancestors were exactly in the same place doing what I was doing thousands of years ago. And, uh, the more we can have representation, 
um, the more people will feel included in doing things like that. So I 100% agree with that. Um, the the Black Panther reference, movie reference. Um, yeah, and so we're trying to you know get the all the art forms and uh, you know all the ways of uh, storytelling because essentially all art you know in my uh, viewpoint all art is actually that Tlingit people are stories they're all stories so we tell stories in different ways and you know that's that we need to learn how to tell all of our each of our stories so how can we best tell our stories in a maybe uh, with indigeneity in mind. So thank you for that comment. Gotcha. And then I was going to say, and so really, would you say that like performing arts, you know, the theater, the dance is really an extension of some of those cultural aspects that we've known about for quite some time, because obviously there is still those sort of ceremonial aspects to it. So would, would you say it kind of feels like a continuation of that? In a, in a way, um, uh, you know, there is a, a, a ceremony in, in pretty much everything we do. So, you know, there is that uh, that part of it. But, um, you know, we're thinking about... Uh, I just think about all the amazing visual artists we've got out there um, in, the, in, the, in, in Southeast, you know, just creating these um, maybe older traditional style-looking pieces and then also creating newer works. And I think that's where I would love our performing arts um, actors and, and musicians and things to think about. How can we remember the past and uh, and bring it into uh, you know help bring it into the future where we're you know just uh, we're honoring the past by doing more of it. Um, so. Okay. I don't know if that answered your question, but that's what I think. <laughs> no, I think it's still I think it's still a good answer. That would then sort of maybe lead me into my next uh, next question, actually, is that I actually remember I talked to you, uh, maybe if some of the listeners of the newscast would remember, I had talked to you a couple of months back because I understand that Sea Alaska Heritage had introduced this program really kind of more back in March, but now you're doing another session this May. Correct. Yeah. And so what kind of brought up, do you have uh, any insight of kind of what brought about having this additional session this month? Well, here's we're actually going to have probably four more. So we're going to do four more sessions, and it's part of this training academy to uh, to help uplift, you know, theater, performing arts, uh, indigenous voices, you know, in the performing arts. So that first one was the the first one, you know, the first inaugural one. We uh, had Lune working, and and Dachitlach, uh, and Hitleish, Lyle James, and Colleen James, and myself all working there. Um, doing that, and uh, we've made another plan, and we're all, we're going to be back there doing language. And another part uh, person that's running the camp, kind of organizing the camp, told me he goes, "I want people to be able to be trained in, the, like, let's say theater, you know, as as a chosen performing artist." So they like there are. He said he gets calls. Jared Olin, he he gets calls like on a weekly basis. I say like, I need. Uh, you know, a blank type person that's indigenous to be in this cast, you know, and he's like, I'm looking for people all the time to fill roles in movies. And so if you have some sort of training before you get into that, you will be better prepared to get those roles. And so I, I really like the way he, he mentioned that. Um, and that's what this is about. We're doing, uh, you know, 
six, and there might even be a, a seventh one too. But as, as long as we can uplift indigenous voices in the performing arts, that's that's kind of the goal of this whole thing, and we'll do it as as long as there's funding to do it. Okay. And I think you've brought up a good point there about how really important it is to lift up those those indigenous voices because oftentimes you look at, you know, f- older films and you would have, you know, indigenous characters but they weren't played by indigenous actors. They were just people in makeup or just portraying a character and be like, "Oh, they're just been incorporated in this group." When really in reality you just you didn't cast an indigenous person there. Right. Right. That's totally right. And there's such I've been working in in uh indigenous theater now for about 12 plus years and uh i've met so many great indigenous actors uh that are doing both you know tv shows and just you know generic they're a character on a on a movie movie but they're also doing you know like really high level you know work like we're starbards doing the uh, did the alaska daily writing and she would hire like friends and there's i don't want to have any spoilers but there's locals that she has to go do it to be in that show. Like, there's local Juno people in that show. So if you haven't seen that, it's really cool. And um, so, yeah, we're trying to get more of those people and, and uh, make sure that we have the correct representation um, in music and film and and dance and movement. Okay, and I think you hit the, the, the nail on the head right there where you're, like, making sure it's that correct representation. I think that's also a very important part of that. Right, right. Okay. Well, I was going to say, well, we actually are coming up pretty close on our first break. So I think we will move into our break. And after our break, I want to talk to you maybe a bit more about some aspects of the program and then maybe even getting your insight on like maybe even the language aspect. I know that's not your main area, but I'd still like to hear your input on that. Okay. Good love it. All righty. You are listening to Action Line on KINY. <laughs> but- yeah, perfect. See, this is that because you're calling from the middle of the ocean. It was gonna, it was come, gonna come back to bite us, but we're fine. Yep, yeah, yeah, we're starting to hack the town, so I got signal again. So, okay. Well, now to sort of continue from where we left off before the break, I want to kind of talk to you more about some of the nitty gritty of the program, and maybe even. But let's start with actually another thing. But we'll start with. I wanted your thoughts on you know the incorporation of the language aspect of the program because I think that's a very important aspect of it for sure. Yeah, the the first session we had, so we've got a plan for this coming this next coming one on Saturday, May twentieth. But uh but the first one it was really special to have Clunet in there because he is a very busy human being and um it was really special to have him go through we were just going through sounds and like how it's written, uh and you know, how to pronounce certain consonants and, and all the vowels and um and so he laid that groundwork and then um at the beginning of Kitlish and Kitlech, their session, um, I, I taught them a little hand motions to go along with the vowels, and so we do that, and then take a, and then do some dance, and then we do the motions and practice the, you know, the uh, 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 e, 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 uh, uh, all the vowels, and uh, and then um, and then on the third session, my session. Um, I actually, we, we taught uh, one of one of the lullabies, and some of the people already knew them, but we're just like looking at the sheet music that I wrote out for the children's songs, and uh, we were reading, reading along, and started, like sounding out those sounds, making sure we're getting the correct sounds. So um, that is the, you know, the step one, 
And the the next, you know, in six sessions or seven sessions, you know, hopefully we'll get some potential readers uh, of the language. So we're trying to get, you know, somebody, let, let's say myself, starts writing a piece and I and I write a song and can get a new song, uh, like a, I'm just going to say a jazz song featuring Tlingit language. Um, they'll be able to read that or at least pronounce the words and, you know, get it, get it there. So, so um, we can say it right. Gotcha. That's kind of the language portion of that, you know, at least my concept of it. Okay. And I think that's still important because if you can, I feel like when you're talking about arts and you're talking about cultural, you know, inclusion within the arts, if you can include the language, that can almost sometimes have even more of an impact than even just, you know, the dancing or the motions, because it really it's the word. I would think it's the words that carry the weight there. Would you agree with me on that? Or The, the words? Yeah. I mean, we tell stories with hand motions and that's what uh, Lyle and Colleen really work on, work with us on getting, you know, getting that deep. You know, dancing style uh, that that uh, Lyle likes to teach. I mean, it's so powerful. But we also, you know, and and Lyle and Colleen both both do hand motions, which is an integral part of the story, right? But you know, the the thing that carries it is the language. You know, we we say a phrase, and that informs the motion, right? It's it's usually not the other way around. We say a phrase, uh, and and that will be the motion for that. So yeah, the the words and um, you know, the meaning of those words, um, that's another level that we might not get to is like, what do those words actually mean? But, you know, if we can read, you know, if we can create some people that, you know, even on a basic level, like here in Sitka, there's, um, you know, there's street signs that have the Slingit name of the river. You know, you cross you cross a bridge and it's got the Slingit name of the river right down there. And so they could potentially sound that out wherever there's Slingit words. And I, I think that's really important give everyone a you know a, a chance to uh, be able to sound those words out I think, I think that's really important gotcha and then maybe I know I think you did go into it a bit in the first half and maybe my memory might be lapsing because I'd asked you sort of the aspect of it that you play in the program and you said that you, your end of it is kind of wrapping everything else up in a bow like can kind of combining everything that was learned right so maybe maybe go a bit more in depth on that for me yeah, so the, the 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 program is to introduce, you know, uh, not introduce, but build on uh, everyone's level wherever it is uh, for performing arts. And performing arts is such a big, uh, you know, it's like saying uh, the earth. You know, <laughs> there's so much that goes into that um, that it could be, you know, dance, movement, music, theater, um, you know, uh, even oratory. Uh, you know, story storytelling is in there. And so what I try to do in my sessions, uh, part of the session, is, um, yeah, just put all three of those, all four of those, all together. So just to give you an example, it was really fun. Uh, we had a director, so we had about an hour and a half, and we took uh, the Tlingit the uh, Dlegu, uh, um, which one do we do? Hagusep. Uh, and the words are, come here, come here, you little boys over there. There are dog salmon schooling in the stream. You can spear one. And then, so we, we you know, we had to work on learning the song first. And uh, the Dleguk are unowned um, songs. So they're for children. So they're like well, baby, baby songs, cradle songs. And so we learned that song. Uh, and Kothlet was the one uh, from Sitka that taught me that when I was a kid. Um, 
And and so we were um, taking those words and seeing what they meant. Like, what what does that mean? Like, where who is speaking? So we kind of di- dissected the words. Who is who is speaking? And we made up that an uncle was speaking. And then who are the little boys? And we, we were like, oh, those are all the little nephews of the uncle. And where are they? You know. So we made a set. And so for about an hour and a half on the last little part, we took a slinget legu and put it into uh, space. And so we were singing the song, doing the motions, and... Um, and then we did the action of the song and put it up. And so that's where you're doing multiple performing arts things at once. You're singing, you're doing movement, and then you're trying to tell a story. So that's what I mean by wrapping it up in a, in a bow. You know, we're putting all of those language things that we put together. How do we dance during this thing? And so Lyle and Colleen gave us some, some ideas of how we would dance for the dog salmon. And so we put that together. It was really beautiful moment. It was, it was uh, that we turned uh, one of our songs into a um, performing performing arts piece. So that's kind of that's kind of uh, where my is for the for my part. Okay, and I think that you know having that breakdown and being like, here's how we incorporate this aspect, where it's like, here's how the language gets involved, here's how the dance gets involved, and here's how all those things combine. I think that is also very significant because it shows that it isn't just like, oh, you've gone in and you've done it and it's there. There's a lot of work that goes into that that is quite significant in order to make sure that not only is it well, not only is it a good performance, but it also is a good representation of the culture. Right. And and with that, here's here's the other part uh, because it's a fine line between you know we don't we definitely do not want to disrespect anyone by our actions and so we have to actually move with intention and sing with intention um, and that's an important part of this is how do we do all of this maybe not new because we had Tlingit theater thousands of years ago right there was performative act, you know aspects of the culture throughout you know history but how do we do it and kind of you know uh adapt it to who we are as human beings now and uh to get our our work out there our art art out there and so yeah really being focused of uh intent on what we're trying to do is is a big uh, aspect even though we're wrapping up three different things language movement and music into theater it's like it's it's very important to us to uh, be respectful throughout this whole process. Gotcha. I can feel you there. Now, we do have a, looks like about a minute and a half here. So is there any other big things about the program that you would like to make sure that people know about that I haven't asked you? Yeah, well, we've got spots open. It's one day. We had it two days last time, and we just figured it would be nicer to have one day from 9 to 3-ish on Saturday, May 20th, and sign up on the Sea Alaska website. Just look up Performing Arts Academy, uh, Google it, you know, and uh, it's just a really fun time. We're, uh, you know, we're very serious about our, our craft, but it's a lot of fun. Like, we, we, have, we have a lot of laughs, and there'll be light snacks for lunch, and, you know, it's just we're trying to get this, this program to be um, continue, continuing. So the more people we have at these first five or six or six, then the the more we can continue it. And um, I just really want to uplift performing arts um, and indigenous voices. Like it's really important to me. 
Alrighty. Well, Ed, I'd like to thank you for uh, for coming on, even though you are all the way out in the middle of the water there enjoying that view, which you are yeah. you are making me a bit jealous of that. But I will yeah. <laughs> I will survive with my view outside of the station here. <laughs> of Egan. I'll take a picture for you. Okay. I'll hold you to that. Okay. <laughs> Alrighty. You have been listening to Action Line on KINY. And that's it. We're all done. All right.